Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Yo, what up, y'all? This is boy Aries Spears here. Um, a- Andrew Steinberg. Hello. Um, yeah. Um, I got one email in here about the 80s, something about the 80s, wait, which wait, I wait, think wait, will wait, be... Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to do it? Yeah, I was just going to... Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought in, there's a dedication to the 80s. I-, I should let Steve know. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, Steve. <laughs> you know, I actually thought you, and, and I, I've been saying to myself, one of these days he's going to get me. I thought you were going to set me up when you asked me, yo, you're not going to read it. I thought you were going to wait for me to say something and then cut me off and go, oh, Steve. Uh, I was thinking about that, but I just couldn't believe you weren't going to say it. So he caught me off guard. That's why I paused because I was like, he's going to get me. He's going to get me. And you didn't get me, dude. Yeah. You left me with my dick in my hands. If, if I saw you that way, I would definitely leave you right there. Yeah, you, as you should. <laughs> but one of these days, make sure you try to get me. All right. Because it'll be funny. Um, this is from Doris Washington. She actually has my mother's first name. Doris. Doris Washington. Movies to try. Hi, Aries. The town is good. Ben Affleck. I've been telling Andy to watch this. There's a driver. Robbery and got to have the love, love story. Three ninety nine. Warner Brothers. What is? All that's how much the town is. It's three ninety nine. Got to stream it through Warner Brothers. I'm fucking. I'm paying two hundred dollars a month for cable. I don't. Want to spend three ninety nine for this fucking movie? All, Come on. All, all Warner Brother movies. I mean, I wanted to see. There's a bunch of movies I wanted to see, and every time I go to put one in, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Do Dude, something. take the charge, kid. It's a <laughs> wicked movie, kid. Take the charges. All right. Um, Money heist. Netflix. Global film robber. Global film robbery and live story. While in Netflix. Change your settings to English. It's worth it. Why? Is it a fucking subtitle? 
I don't I don't do subtitles. I you know I I can't. What's the name? I'm not fuck, fucking Money Heist. Net, she said Money Heist, Netflix global film, robbery and live story. While in Netflix, change your settings to English. It's worth it. Money Heist. I, you know, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I'm not reading while I watch a movie. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not doing it. You know, when I watch any of those British shows, though, I always have the subtitles on because sometimes I just don't know what the fuck they're saying. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, that's like me assisting in a hand job. You know what I mean? You got the work to do, not me. Fuck that. Money heist. I, 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 let's see. Yeah. Then she mentioned, then she mentions Schick Creek. Comedy, Michelle Obama recommendation gives you a break from the flavor of the usual. Stay safe, Dee Dee. Yeah, uh, my 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 uh, baby mom and daughter watches that fucking show. Yeah, you know what? I never was able to get into that though. What Sheik Creek? Yeah, yeah. The word Sheik is in it, so uh, yeah, I'm good. I've been. I told you. I think I, we said it on the podcast. I, I, I watched that. Uh, um. No, I'm not going to remember the name of it, but it's a Ricky Gervais thing, uh, something. But it was that that was good, and that was different. Um, but you know what I watched recently? Um, have you seen Happy? Happy. The thing, the the guy Christopher uh, Maloney, M- Melanie M- Melon. Uh, he's the he he was in SVU. The kind no, of, no, he, he's good though. He's good though. It's 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 a dark comedy but it's it's serious it's like it's so funny and there's a cartoon character in it and uh played by um uh, why am i so bad with remembering names um i'll remember his name uh Patton oswell plays the mm. plays the this this cartoon blue donkey dude it is so funny it is so funny i've watched the first season i can't wait to watch the second season Okay, well, yeah, uh, yeah, gotcha. Um, I can't remember if I read this one. Tell me, remember when I said, please write into us if there are any drug dealers so they could tell us about whether or not you were wrong? Did I read the email from the drug dealer? I thought you did. Black Lion. No, you didn't. You didn't. And I wouldn't say what's, I wouldn't even say, oh, maybe we did talk about it a little bit. Did I read this? No, I think we talked about it. But, but I yeah, I didn't. I don't think I read it. No, we didn't. But I wouldn't say even the city that he uh, that he was working. Why? In. He wrote it. I know, but I mean, I'm just saying it doesn't affect the story if you if you leave the city out. But what are you trying to protect? Him, nigga. He wrote it. All right. He wrote it. He put it in there. All right. Shit. A uh, black lion is what he calls himself. Sound like a drug dealer from Jamaica. Black Lion. I like that. What up, Aries? What up, Andy? I met you guys at a Philly show. Me and my lady took a picture with you. And Andy, I bought a shirt off you. Matter of fact, you asked me if I listened to the podcast and told me about your podcast. You asked me if I listened to the podcast and told me about your podcast. I've been listening ever since. Okay, enough with the greetings. Andy, I've been one of the top drug dealers in Camden, New Jersey for years now. I'm talking about almost two decades, and I'm going to get straight to the point. I don't want to go to jail for commenting, but I love y'all's show. I'm currently worth 
800,000 with another 200,000 on drug consignments. And yes, Andy, I do get high and I do get high in cars and let me and let them go the same dough. Andy, I do get high. Oh, and get cars and let them go the same day. He put Andy, I do get high and cars. I would tell you $10 is a lot of money, but I don't want to get shot. Uh, but a black lion. Um, most of them are purchases under someone else's name and they never really know who I am. Don't ask why, how I do it, but it gets done. I use them for transportation of my drugs and I really never ride in them. Me, myself, I have a regular beat up car to hide my identity. Even this email is not mine. Ooh, shit. But most of the high-end cars that I do buy, and he spells it B-Y, are for mules to drive my product into the city. Most are driven by older people who don't know me directly and can really never understand the gratitude of trouble they could be in. I'm not a snake, but I am an, I am an underground businessman. N is in A-N. You spelled I-N. Um, listen, besides Coke and crack, how much is it for letters and punctuations? <laughs> how much is how much is an ounce of proper spelling? <laughs> um, I have contacts to car lots, black churches, and janitorial cleaning services. Trust me, they can talk to these Fortune 500 people just as good as anybody else. So yes, some things are not back in the 70s or 80s. Drug dealers get advanced with the times, and you are right. Computers are a big part. But only to say one word or to show a picture, my people would know what to do with the info. So no phones. And whenever talking face to face, it's a look. So my higher ups never get a word that word they get a word. They already understand. Ten dollar, a lot of money. I can tell you 100 percent. You didn't read that before. Yeah. So, so the things that you think can't be done in the drug world are being done. And because I love the show so much, and because I was a fan of Aries way before this, and now I'm a fan of Andy, you guys are protected in some states that you don't even know. Oh, shit. This is juicy, nigga. There are predators everywhere. Aries walks around and loves to count heads before the comedy show and see how much money he's taking in. You'll be surprised the low lives that are there watching. So I make sure that the low lives stay in place. Love you guys and keep it up. P.S. Power is fabricated somewhat, but 80% is accurate. Damn, dog. Fuck a guardian angel, nigga. I got a guardian drug dealer watching over me. Even when the cub is looking about the grays, the black lion is watching from a distance. Uh, I, I never said that it was that there wasn't some truth in it. It's just their emotional state is what bothered me. And they were making decisions out of emotion. And in that business, you don't make decisions out of emotion. You get busted when you make decisions out of emotion. Right. So that, that, um, that was my point. But yeah. And like I said, I've watched more power. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm liking it better now. Incidentally, where are you? Uh, I haven't watched since they killed uh Holly. Okay, so how long has it been? You've been off. Uh, like three or four days. Yeah, I had. A, I was having a Sons of Anarchy headache. 
Uh, so I needed to take a little bit of a break too, but I'm going to get back on it this week or maybe tonight even. Um, and just so you know, I'm not counting heads uh, to count my money. That's what Andy's for. He's the Jew that you don't see. He's in the back with his calculator. Um, no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm looking over the prison yard, seeing who, who, who I got to shank, who might be a potential problem verbally. That's what I do. I, I, I'm looking to see who's drunk, who's not, who's loud, who's obnoxious. I'm, I'm looking to see who I got to fuck with and who could be a potential problem. It has nothing to do with money. I, I used to do that because I saw you do that. And then I realized that we do a two-man show. So I realized I'm the sacrificial lamb. So even if I know what's going to happen, I ain't going to save myself. So I stopped looking. I, stopped, <laughs> I, just, I just went out there and figured, you know, fuck it. If it comes up, let's see what I can do with it as opposed to trying to head it off. Because it's going to happen to me no matter what. Right. Okay. Um, this comes from Big Scoob. Was that a good shaggy? Uh, no. Oh, Try Zoinks. Right. Zoinks. <laughs> that's, no? that's, that was good. All right. Game of Thrones. Even though I haven't finished the last two seasons, the show is amazing. <sighs> Some episodes can be very slow paced, and that's the problem. The show is focused on a different, uh, on the different factions and its characters. Dragons and magic serve the story, not the other way around. Make peace with the story jumping around. By the time you get attached to certain characters, the, the show constantly shocks, twists, and turns. Each episode being an hour can seem daunting, but it's worth it to watch characters develop, become badass. Awesome podcast, Mel. But you see, Mel, you see what you just said in the last sentence? An hour seeming daunting. Do you know how long an hour is for daunting? That's too fucking long, man. Be daunting for six minutes and let the other 54 be riveting. When you say an hour is daunting, that's not a good sales pitch. The Sopranos, Sons of Anarchy, Sex in the City, Power is not daunting. Can you imagine if, if, if a woman told you, um, my pussy is daunting for the first 45 minutes, but once you get past that, my personality is booming. <laughs> yeah, but what if you make it past, what if, what if accidentally you make it past the part where her personality is daunting and then you find out she is amazing? I'm not going to get that far because my fuck game is daunting for, for the whole Three minutes. So if you can make it past thirty seconds, we good. Yeah, uh, I, I I think uh, I think that mo- that show Game of Thrones would have been better as a movie. Like just yeah, a movie every couple years. It's, it's so much for me to have to watch. Uh, it was it was just too much. It, it, it was just too much for me. I, I, this is where we see we agree too much. That's why I, I, I wish that I had a different take on on uh, Game of Thrones so that I can disagree with you, but I really can't. Hey man, if we both smell caca, we both know it's caca, nigga. Yeah, but some people really love it, and like I said, I thought my son True caca or Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I thought oh. my son True was really gonna love. <laughs> 
that show. I wasn't even going to acknowledge that because I was just trying to talk about my son for a moment, and but I had to laugh at it. Uh, I, but he couldn't get into it, so I don't know. I, I have no issue. Yeah, straight up dookie. Yeah. Um, Cyril Lloyd, um, which I know he's written in before. Yo, was listening. Yo, was listening an old podcast. He had to put two in there. God, people, why don't y'all proofread, man? I know it might feel geeky and gay, but it helps me. Like, come on, people. Proofread your shit. Spelling. Punctuation marks. You motherfuckers are on the Autobahn of writing. Oh, yo, was listening to an old podcast and heard one where Aries says he likes using prostitutes. I know you play 2K like me, so I'll put it like this. Paying for pussy is like losing in 2K and you switch teams in the game. Let the other team win and switch back to the team where you were on before at the last second. I mean, you won, but did you really win? There's a reason they call it the game. Win some, lose some. Or something you don't like, ghostwriting. And when it comes to jacking off, sometimes you got to go to the gym and practice in 2K if you're losing. Only exception is if you horribly deformed, there's no other way. Stop sniffing black lion cocaine. <laughs> what the fuck did he just say, Andy? I really... He lost me when he's describing the game and switching teams and going back and forth. I'm sorry. I, I got, I was confused. And then it went into jacking off at the gym. Well, and uh, end up, you end up horribly deformed. What the fuck is Sawiro talking about? I, do you have to, I, I don't know. You got me on this one. Yeah. Nigga, put the cocaine down. Um, Next part. Next. Next email. Well, hey, if he's doing cocaine though, and he's squeezing really hard, maybe that's where the deformity is coming from. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Duke Dre twenty three. TV slash movies. Uh, yo, Aries. What up, my brother? It's your boy Dre. And what up, Andy? I'm writing this as I'm listening to episode 160 of the podcast. Aries, let me just say as a fellow Negro, Sons of Anarchy is the shit, bro. And let me explain where I'm coming from. FX has a network, as a network, has been killing it with TV shows, man. It puts a comma. You see, that's what I'm talking about. I started out with The Shield, and I loved it. They Then they came with Sons, and I was like, God damn. I wasn't sure if I'd be hip to a whole TV show based around a biker gang, but they got my ass for real. Andy was right for introducing you to this show. Each season just gets better and better. I guarantee you there's going to be at least one episode, maybe two episodes, where you might jump out of your seat, nigga. It's that good. I already have, dog. But anyway, side note to the actress that plays Tara is is in a show called Billions right now. I've been watching. She's a hell of an actress, man. So keep watching. You won't be disappointed. All right. Now let me get the snowfall. I just started it a couple days ago, and I'm about halfway through the first season. I'm going to say this. I like the storyline and the early 80s drug game. I like that they cover the black, white, and Hispanic sides of it. But, he writes but in capital letters, in capitals. But there are some dead spots in this motherfucker. 
I've had to fast forward a couple times to get to the next scene because it was just too drawn out and boring. It wasn't daunting. I do like Franklin's character, a young buck trying to be on the come up in the drug game and everybody he's gone through so far. I would recommend checking it out. It might be one of those shows where you got to invest in it until the storyline reaches that really juicy spot and then takes off. Or at least I hope so. Okay, now Ozark. Just watch it and don't let anybody talk you out of it. On a scale of one to Sopranos, I love that. And I, re- I, re-read, I pre-read this email. Nigga said, on a scale of one to Sopranos, not one to ten, one to Sopranos. I like that. Yeah. Consider that stolen. It's easily an eight, and it's only on the third season. The storyline, the characters, everything is good. And finally, other shit you should check out would be True Detective on HBO was really good. I liked the first one. I couldn't get into the ones past that. Showtime has a few shows like The Shy, Chicago. I actually auditioned for that twice. And the second time I auditioned for the director, I almost got that bitch. Ray Donovan are good for binge watching. My brother loves that show. And also check out Hells on Wheels on AMC. Nobody ever talks about it. And it's won Emmys. Very good. All right, my brother. I love the podcast. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Your boy Dre from Northwest. Peace. I like this, man. That nigga used punctuations. Spelling was on point. I like this. Uh, have you seen Snowfall though, dude? I'm gonna watch it. I just haven't gotten around to it. I I, I keep I keep teeing it up, but I I keep, I keep forgetting to push play. I, I, I there's so many things I want to see right now, and you know what's funny, <laughs> to, and as stupid as this is, as as we're as we're going back into what is considered supposed to be normalcy, I'm trying to get as much in as I can of things I've never seen. So I, I put together a list of even old movies that I haven't seen that I want to see. So it, it's movies or TV shows, movies more so than TV shows. But I've been watching too many documentaries, man. These documentaries, love these documentaries that are out right now. Okay. Um, and you pretty much, well, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, okay. Yeah. You pretty much put me on to some of that shit. So, Okay. Dequari Darden. Yeah, this is a Negro for sure. Dequari Darden. Yeah, that's a nigga right there. Perfect analysis of MJ versus LJ. Aries and Andy, hello from Tabarro, North Carolina, one hour east of Raleigh. I'm a big fan of the podcast. Thanks after listening to all the episodes. I believe I can summarize the comparisons of MJ versus LJ in terms of Lions. MJ is a free-roaming lion in an African jungle. LJ is a lion in an American zoo. Both are kings of the jungle, and neither one would you neither one would you want wait wait and neither one would you one want to. Neither one would you want to see Jesus walking down the street. MJ is raw and incomprehensible of anything other than winning. LJ is tame and passionate while winning. Hopefully, I explained my thought well enough for you to understand. <laughs> One would you want when want to see walking? Okay. Hopefully, I explained my thought well enough for all of you to understand or build upon. Please. <laughs> you just got that? No, I got it, but I was just trying to let you run with it. But Jesus, it's just too funny. Please forgive any mistakes. As ten, or he even writes, as ten dollar a lot of money, 
here in the South, laugh my ass off. MJ number one. Do you agree with, with his assessment? I'm not 100% sure what the assessment was. I, I, well, I, Michael's, a, Michael's a lion in the wild yeah. versus LeBron in the zoo. They both want to win, but one plays by zoo rules and the other is wild by nature. No, I don't really agree with that. Well, look at it like this. Let's say you play 2K and then all of a sudden you jack off at the gym, but you end up deformed because somehow when you win, you really lose. <laughs> Listen, if you throw it up, I'm going to dunk it, okay? All right. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, dude... Though I, I get what he, I get what he's saying because it's a different league, though. But and how we play now is different, and he plays by. But Jordan had to play by the same rules that were out at the time. I don't understand this whole point. Listen, Jordan was the best because he played the best out of anyone and stopped people from getting championships. And I, I, I just don't even understand. I, I don't. Understand. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here's the analogy. Using the lions, Michael is a lion in the wild, meaning don't fucking go near him. Okay. LeBron can be a pet trained. He's still dangerous. He's still a lion, but you could take a selfie with him. Okay. That's well, not better. Yeah, that's better. But what does that have to do with who play, how he played? Because he's still a lion. He's still going to do what MJ can do. Except with MJ, if you try to pet him, you could get bit. LeBron, you could take a selfie with him. I, well, I would look at it more like that. Yeah, I get. I guess. I guess so. But it's. <sighs> what would you rather have? Would you rather have a lion you could walk with on a chain, or one who you had to keep in a cage because he'll fuck you up? I don't want a lion. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first white man I've ever heard say some shit like that. I don't want a lion. Why would I want a lion? What am I going to do with a lion? Shit, ask all your people. Dude, uh, the only last person I know with the lion, well, that the the guys that performed at uh, in Vegas and uh, and and your dude, Michael. Uh, uh, why can't I? Why why is this so hard for me? I'm trying to figure out who my dude is named Michael with lion, nigga. No, uh, the boxer, Mike Tyson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The one he had the white tiger. And it wasn't a lion, it was a white tiger. Okay, so he has the lion. And then the only other one I know is Scarface, who was supposed to be Cuban. He has the lion. Those are the people that had the lions. Those are the, I, I, I don't, how many white, now, white folks will go into a lion cage. Nigga, white folks will let a lion fuck them in the missionary position. <laughs> As they stare deep into the lion's eyes? You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's some form of a connection. No, I, uh, you know, I had this, uh, there, there's, a, there's a guy who's a, a regular uh, person who comments here a lot with me and you, actually. Um, his name is, uh, I gotta find it here. Black Lion. I just love saying that. The fuck? Why can't I find him now? I gotta find him, but uh, he's uh, he he did this. He sent me this whole thing about uh, people uh, 
playing with these lines, and I said, like, the, the Jew in me is, the Jews and blacks are very similar in this, in this area. We don't go into haunted houses, and we don't, ha- we don't play with wild animals. Those are, the, those are the rules. Here's where Jews and blacks unite. It'll be a Jewish dude who sells a nigga a lion rug. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. This is, this is very nice material. <laughs> Oy vey. Look, it's a real lion from Africa. Man, give me that motherfucker. That shit nice. That shit come with the eyes and the teeth and shit. Uh, um, Haran Rogers. Power better than Breaking Bad. Hey, Aries, what up? Big fan, man. You are really one of the comedy goats. Well, thank you, brother. In my opinion, you don't get the respect you deserve, but real niggas know. But anyway, you said a couple episodes ago you felt power was better than Breaking Bad, and I couldn't disagree more. Breaking Bad was, and he writes, way more realistic than power. I love power, but that shit was so unrealistic on so many occasions. Not to mention Tommy using a machine gun and shooting up everything and the cops never even show up. Well, let me stop you there, Huron. Actually, that's very realistic. White folks can shoot whatever the fuck they want and the cops don't come. I continue. There should have been, they should have been there within 10 minutes. Laugh my ass off. But anyway, love you, bro. You're one of the few real ones left. I appreciate you, Waran. I hope I'm saying that right. I think that's one of those where the J is silent. J-U-A-R-O-N. Warren. Juran. You can tell he's, well, he's not Latino. His name, his last name wouldn't be Rogers. Who knows anymore? All right. Rogers, Rogers, uh, Rogers. That the, the Tommy dude, that character, he, um, the guy who plays that character, is also in Ozark on the uh, third season. Right, and I heard that he is nothing, even remotely close to what Tommy is. No, not at all. He's uh, right. He's a very uh, ineffective character. Right. All right. Um, Michael Southall. What's good, Aries? What's good? This is Mike from Illtown, New Jersey, thirty-one. Been watching you since Def Comedy Jam. My mom got all the original tapes. That's how old I am, nigga. I come on tapes. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to add thank. Just wanted to add thank. My favorite player is Kobe, and he is second to Jordan, hands down. Quick question: Have you ever been in East Orange? Come on, dog. Club eighty eight, baby. It's when me and Bill Bellamy started out, and I already know your take on the wire. But did you like the corner? I never heard of the corner. Have you, oh, oh, and have you ever heard when Kevin Hart and Jamie Foxx were roasting? What's your take? Stay safe, stay safe, fellas, and keep doing your thing. No, I didn't hear the Kevin Hart, Jamie Foxx thing. I'm quite sure it was hilarious. It is funny. Uh, what were they doing? Uh, Kevin was trying to roast him, and, and Jamie, was, Jamie was quick. I think Kevin got one in that was really good, but... Uh, yeah, it wasn't Superman Kevin Hart yet. He uh, he wasn't he wasn't as quick as Jamie. Yeah, I'm not even sure that when he fires those bullets, those are his bullets though. But that's another conversation. Well, it's a roast, so it should be you know unless he was prepared for it. I thought they were kind of going off the cuff. Kevin Kevin was using. God, it, it ties into what you just said. I'm not trying to shit on Kevin. He he, he used like uh, he used more like street jokes. You know, when he tried to roast him. 
Yeah, so those might not be his jokes. They're not his. They're street jokes. They're, you know, he was just trying to bring some old school sound back to it, I guess. It, it, but it was, it, was, it was fun to watch. I got to tell you, one of the illest fucking talking about niggas cracking on each other. I think there was a back in the day, there was a show called Snaps. I don't know if it was on MTV or one of the cable channels. Um, Corey Holcomb told a dude, nigga, your mother's panties are so dirty, they look like hot wing paper. Dude, that's brutal. <laughs> my, my son, True, he had, he had a really good one that he came up with. And uh, it's kind of funny because he would try to do these snaps, these little roasts all the time. He didn't have anything that was good. And finally, he said to this one, he said, uh, your mom's so fat, she got a part-time job as a bounce house. Yeah, that's 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 cutely funny. That's like child funny. It was true. It was my son. Dude. That, yeah, that, yeah. That was perfect for it. That was good for him. Here's a strange email from Sir Lance. The 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 topic is your acting ability. Then it says sent from my untraceable mobile device. That's the email. What do I make of that? He says your acting ability. That's it. In big, bold letters sent from my untraceable mobile device. Is this Black Lion? I don't, I don't, I think what it meant is your acting ability was so amazing, he didn't know how to put it into words. So he sent it from a device that can't be traced. <laughs> oh, there's some strange motherfuckers out here, baby. <laughs> um, Tra- Tra- Trayvon then cynic then cynic Trayvon then cynic okay email for podcast hey Aries have to say that your respect and humility for helping me get an autograph CD and t-shirt ordered when having a real bitch of a time was awesome Andy you helped me with this didn't you yeah I did yeah hope your podcast numbers go up because the shit is hilarious and your last dance thoughts were downright disrespectful in a good way to everyone who didn't make it to Jordan's level, and yet bitched about how they could have done it without him and Phil, a.k.a. Jerry Krause and his pure cockiness. Keep up the good work, fellas, and I hope this makes its way on the podcast. Also, fuck this quarantine shit. It's about as bad as a fat chick walking in to give you a happy ending at a massage parlor. That was Trevin. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, have no, I have nothing. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you need a little fat uh, hand on your meat. You know what I mean? Look like your dick is being jacked off by a sourdough roll. <laughs> uh, a fresh baked piece of bread. Um, Shannon Moore. Oh, this is the new white lady that always hits me up on Instagram. <clears throat> the Jew and the Jerk is everything. Hi, Aries and Andy. I decided on the title of my email because I think that title for your podcast would be genius. It's perfect. I would love to see a T-shirt with it that I could order. Get right on that, you Jew. As you know, I have emailed once before, but the subject matter was a little lighter than what I'm about to say. Again, I started late to the podcast, and I'm currently up to episode 85. So some of the things that strike me to discuss are old news for our current day world in May of 2020. 
I understand that I am about to, what I'm about to say might not be popular with any other female fans you have listening. Oh, shit. Sarah and Shamar, Emery, <laughs> Lillian. Um, female listeners, to the podcast. So let me start by saying that no woman should ever have to feel sexually harassed or attacked under any circumstances ever. That being said, Me Too is bullshit. No, we should not automatically believe all women. For anyone to think we should is a very dangerous path to travel. I believe 100% if you have been raped or attacked as a woman, or if you have raped or attacked a woman, you should belong under the jail. I do not, however, believe that you should start building the jail on top of you without due process. I'm like this bitch. To accuse someone of something so horrible not only slanders their reputation, but could also ruin their career and life, and it may not even be true. We live in a world today where everyone is offended by everything, and this is just another piece to the puzzle of how we ended up here. If any female has been harmed by a man in this way, she deserves justice, no matter if he is an, if he is an executive, celebrity, sports figure, president, or a janitor. However, let's not ruin a man's life, family, or career over something that didn't bother you enough to take action 30, 30 years ago, so can't possibly bother you that much now. I don't know if I agree with that, but let's just get real. I'm a woman and proud to be who I am, which brings me to my next point. Most of the feminist movement bothers me. I like this bitch. Yes, I'm for equal pay and equal rights. However, I am also very much in favor of traditional gender roles. Let's let our man be our man and focus on being his woman and all of the things that come with these roles. Okay, thanks for listening. Keep doing the damn thing on the podcast. I'm a huge fan. I hope that you guys will come somewhere close to Louisville, Kentucky, and I can get tickets to attend the show. Shannon Moore. Yeah, man, yeah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> and listen, that's partly all I've ever said. I'm all for women's equal rights and the, the, the desire for a woman to, I am woman, hear me roar. I'm all about your roar and your tight pants, business suits, and your t handshakes that crush all the bones in my hand when you shake me because you want to prove to me how WNBA-ish you are so I, I respect you. I get it. But God damn it, when the bacon needs to be fried, chill ass in the kitchen. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I think when she said that about uh, all women to be taken... Uh all, all women should be believed and they should just change that to all allegations should be taken serious. I mean, it should be, and, but they're allegations. I, I agree with the lady for the most part. Uh, but our gender roles have changed a little bit. That's the only thing. Like, yeah, and I know you, I know you are like still that old school, but it, it's different. Not for you, maybe, but my girl is, is an attorney. She works. She makes a living. She doesn't have to follow the same rules as that uh, Betty Crocker had to follow. Tara, I, I'm going to come fast. I object. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. It's hearsay. Uh, Where you want me to put it? In the vagina or the anus? D defense strike. <laughs> <laughs> defense strike. 
defense moves to strike that. It's different, though. We are the the gender roles can't can't have to develop as well. We're we're not. We can't just say women are are are, should follow. uh, Listen, um, you you can't. These rules were written by men. There are some women do need a little bit more, uh, a lot more uh, openness to change the, the the gender roles. Well, I, as a dude, I if I was, there's a lot of comedians that I know right now that are working comedians that their wives make way more money than they do. They go to work every day so that the guys, so these guys can do this shit at night. That woman doesn't have is isn't entitled to something different. Listen, I think that it's okay to help out once in a while. Pitch in. Oh, what you doing? The laundry? You want me to fold some socks? All right, I'll do the socks. You know, if she says to you, what you, you need the car, you need to change the tire on the car? All right, sit inside with the air conditioning on. I got this. I got it. Help out. But I ain't putting on no apron. I ain't putting on no oven mitts. Well, is you, your girl isn't putting on aprons and oven mitts either. We don't do with that. You better way. believe she is, goddammit. <laughs> and I'm not joking with you, dog. I'm dead ass. <laughs> like, that's, just... not even, that's not even me trying to have a ba-doom-boom moment. I'm dead ass. So she has to wear an apron when she walks around the house? When, she, when she's in the kitchen, yeah, she does. <laughs> I, I, not, not has to, to her own, you know, she wants to. Okay, that's a difference, though. She wants to. She wants to do that for you because... Yeah, but when I raise my hand... (laughs) (laughs) To the moon, Alice! (laughs) Uh, She wants to. You just said that, though. She wants to do that for you because you do things for her. So... Uh, when you say gender roles, that's one that's different than saying, "Hey, we we we're in a relationship. We each have our role to play. Let's let's play our roles." No, but 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 when you say she wants to because I do things for her, no, no. Some people, women, are about that life. No, there's no some men that. are about that life. No denying that 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 still occurs to this very day, and that's fine if that's the if that's the structure that you're comfortable in. But I think we we we're evolving to where it's not uh, it's not a female role just to take care of the house. Maybe the dude has to take care of the house because she's making money. Has to is one thing. If you don't have to and you're doing it, that's another. If you're not doing it and you shouldn't have to do it, there we go. All right, all right, uh, Shannon, you're the last of a dying breed, sugar. Keep. Um, Randy Ross, you can't deny this top 10. Hey, Spears and Steinberg, you guys asked for a top 10 and I got one. I don't have Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, Larry Bird, or Russell on my list. Oh my God. That will anger some. LeBron, the Splash Brothers, and KD are my equivalent to those refined gentlemen. I respect the greatness but I got to stand up for my generation of basketball. I appreciate and I recognize and I recognize the forefathers, but my list is my list. Here's his top 10. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Shaq at number four, which I don't have a problem with Shaq being there, but I don't know about number four. Magic Johnson, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, 
Allen Iverson, I don't think belongs on that list at all. Allen. Clay Thompson, nigga? And Steph Curry. All right, let's discuss this list. Um, like I said, I think Shaq is definitely in the top 10. I do not think he's number four. Uh, I think Magic comes before him. Uh, so based on your list, I would put him at number five. Kevin Durant, not yet. Not yet. Um, Allen Iverson, from a heart standpoint, from a, from a, from a gutsy standpoint, I got the passion, but not in that top 10. No championships at all. And then the way his career ended as a journeyman, no way. Clay Thompson, nigga, where are you getting that? <laughs> For what? Because he can shoot the three? Um, Steph, Cur- uh, Steph Curry, not yet. And Tim Duncan can suck my dick. Fuck Tim Duncan. I don't like Tim Duncan because I can't believe that shit he said about MJ. I don't like MJ. He's Jordan's Jordan. I respect him, but I'm not impressed with him. To be honest, I'm not impressed with a lot of people. Man, fuck you. Dude, but how how are you going to be one of the best players if you if you if you worship other players? You can't. You have to look at them like they're nothing. But, but why them. are you looking at it as worship? Do you know how many players in the NBA recognize? Let's 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 replace worship. With recognize. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. I'm not saying you got to think he's the GOAT. And you certainly don't have to worship. But to just, like he's a peon? Come on, man. Fuck out of here, dude. Okay, but that still doesn't take away from his basketball ability, even if you don't like his personality. Tim Duncan, this is the same nigga who on the main stared dead in the space. Put his point his two fingers at each other, right? Yeah, I think you so. ever seen that meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you think of his list? Um, it's I, I understand, I, I, I understand everything except for the Clay Thompson, and I think Clay Thompson's a great player, but I don't think he's in the top 10. So, you mean to tell me Clay Thompson goes above? Kareem? No. I and mean, Bird I, that's what I said. Russell, I, I don't think just he's because you want to uphold your generation. Well, it's what they see, it's what they know. Man, fuck that. Where do you put Steph Curry? I don't. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Not yet, dude. How many rings does he have? What's he have? Two or th- two, right? It might three. Is it three? It could be three, but even if, okay, two, three, I don't know. Then you formed the super team with Durant. You motherfuckers went 73 and nine and didn't win it. Nah, yo, nah, he, nah. But that's the thing. He has a great shot. He's one of the, and he has one of the quickest releases. But let me ask you this question since we just did, since you said, would you put Steph Curry over Reggie Miller? Yes, because Reggie ain't got no rings, dog, and rings matter. Yeah, but he played in he played in uh, at a time when Jordan was playing, and he also well, played in, um, uh, you know, sorry, unfortunate for you. <laughs> That's I sound like a Japanese. How unfortunate for you? I I, I have a t- I have a hard time putting Steph Curry over uh, Reggie Miller. But do you think Reggie Reggie don't belong in the top ten? No, he doesn't. 
I, I'm just even saying from that standpoint, I had that's why I have a hard time with the Steph Curry into the conversation. You no, know, I, I don't have I don't have a problem with Steph over Reggie because again, he's got championships and he broke, you know, Reggie's records for three. So you know, that alone puts him above Reggie. Okay, that's fair. But how the fuck you put Steph and Clay and Allen and Kevin over Kareem? Okay, but and Bird culturally. Culturally, Allen Iverson had a bigger culturally. uh, Allen Iverson had a bigger impact than uh, someone like Kareem. Not necessarily. You have to look at at Kareem's stance, though, when he was in college. I know, I know, but dude, no, no. Like, even if he would have ended his career with the Sixers, he played with one organization the entire time. And he just was gutsy and gritty all the way to the end. He turned into a journeyman, dog. He went to Memphis, Denver, and Detroit. Well, he got beat up, though, when he was in Philadelphia. I mean, your body can't take that. He's a six-foot uh, guard. All right, but then don't still want credit for being a bad bitch okay. when the pussy's been passed around. But he's also he was also playing in a time uh, where hard fouls were still given. So, I mean... I get it. Gritty, gutsy. I get it. But he didn't win anything. No, but I, I, I do you, have... You, you, you want to put guys who won nothing over guys who won multiple times. No, sir. I, I, no, sir. I, I, I have... Nits! Nits! I have Sorry, Iverson I floating it. on the outside of that uh, top 10. There's a lot of niggas that could float around it. You know, I said this. I wanted to do this with you, but I don't know if you want if you'd want to do it right now. We should just have a draft. We should work on that. Where, yeah, and because it's too easy to say this player, this player. Like if you picked first, like if you picked, you'd pick Jordan, without a doubt. That's who you'd build your team around, right? And that means you can't get him. That means I can't get him. That's what makes it more interesting if we do it as a draft like that. And we should. You know, we about to. We know. You know, we entering into Geekville. Nah, but like this is. Yeah. This is no pussy conversation. No, that's all right. I mean, uh, it's for a few minutes. But I mean, it would be cool to do that on a show where we 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 drop we 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 draft a team, fifteen players. I would love to do that. But but the 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 key of it is, it's not just about the players being the best. It's also about a team. You have to put it together so it's a team. Yeah, you, you, we're gonna expose between the two of us who's a better GM. Yeah. All right. You might get it because the black in me wants to be this athlete. The Jew in you is the businessman. No, man. I don't want to see myself that way because then I, 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 when, I, when you say that, I picture uh, – what's the dude from Chicago? Kraus? Yeah, I picture Kraus. Dude, you are way better looking and more physically built than Kraus. Yeah. But you know what? Now, here, here's a great question for you. Just to throw this out there. If you, if you could – Switch like I, I mean I don't know how much you love sports I love sports a lot if that if I could have been in sports I don't know if I would have wanted to do anything else but if I could have even been you know a, a GM and but you have to be Jerry Krause but you get those you get to play like you get to be Jerry Krause you get to have that Bulls legacy but you have to be right. him would you take that or you have to be no. a regular guy you just have to be a regular guy that makes forty five thousand dollars a year. If I, I would take being Jerry Krause if I didn't have to have Jerry Krause physique. No, you have to have his body. Word. And that eye. 
and or be a regular dude with a nice body. You'd be a regular dude with a nice body, but you make $45,000 a year. Max, that's what you max out at. Damn, son. You going to do that? Yeah. Fuck it. I'll be the portly nigga. <laughs> be the portly nigga, son. I can pay some bitches to act like they love me. <laughs> I'll dance with Pippin and have him tell me sit my ass down. Okay, you get an NBA career, but you have to either be Larry Bird or Allen Iverson. Who do you take? Damn. Yo, you're doing a lot of shit to challenge my manhood and blackness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, and when you say Larry Bird, I'm black with Larry Bird's skill or I'm Larry Bird? No, you're Larry Bird. But you got rings. You got a white privilege. You got white privilege. Even though you, you I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a look 150 when I'm 40. You, you're going to get fucked up in the first in, in in your prime. And I gotta play in Boston. Yeah, but you get to finish out in Indiana. Fuck that. Give me AI, nigga. I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> Fuck that shit, nigga. Give me AI, nigga. <laughs> I can't do that. My blackness won't allow me to do that. Uh, I think that, that that's 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 a great I like that question though. Cause yeah, that was those those some great that yeah, that, those two were great. Because you get because if you're bird, you get the championships. Yeah. But you gotta you get be bird. Fucking Hall of Fame. You get the respect. You're one of the goats. You change the game. So you got impact. <laughs> now I'd rather have my mama braid my hair while I'm sitting on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. Um, Osiris Ruff, The Shield. Hello, Aries Andy. Just listening to the past episode. And I have a, I don't know, did I read this? Uh, and I have a very strong recommendation. Yeah, I, think I heard I you got. Really? Are you sure? Yeah. Because he ends it by saying, thanks again, you guys, for the dope content. And LeBron would fuck Mike up in a one game of one-on-one. We'll read it again just to make sure, but I thought you did, but go ahead. All right. It's not that long. I, I, might, uh, I, might, I might have had it sent to me, too. That's why I think it was. I read oh, it. Okay. I heard you guys talk about Sons of Anarchy. The show is really good. It can be a bit over the top at times, but the writing at the pace of the show is top-notch. I'm going to stop right there. I don't see where it's over the top yet. But let me let me finish. Um, every episode, it seems something is popping off. Now, you see, and, and going back to the other email, do you see the difference? Every episode, something pops off versus an hour of daunting. Now, let me go ahead. Now, if you like that show, the same guy who wrote and created Sons created The Shield. I strongly recommend that show. In a previous episode, I heard someone write into you guys about it. And he sang the same praises. It jumps out the gate at a fast pace and doesn't let up until the satisfying series finale. I will say this is the best TV that came on network television. Better than Breaking Bad, better than Sons, and better than Snowfall. They weigh it, the way it is shot, you would be shocked that this was a show on FX. It has everything you need. So please, fellas. Check this show out, and I promise it will not let you down. By the way, Anthony Anderson plays the most ruthless, disgusting, and savvy criminal in the whole show. 
that will surprise the hell out of you. And then he ends up ends it with the Jordan LeBron one on one just playing. Yeah, man. Listen, I I I I got a lot on my plate, but Snowfall and Shield are two things I'd like to throw into the mix. Yeah, I, I want to check out the Shield, especially because people have been uh, writing in. I, at the time, I just I I, I kind of wanted to see it when it was on the air, but I I got there late and I didn't I didn't catch on. I guess. But Michael Chiklis, I think, is a really uh, interesting actor, so I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. Um, I wish I knew uh, more so that I could have a better comment on it than that, but I, I, it's definitely one that I'm going to get to now. Uh, uh, how much time we got? Uh, Ten minutes. Okay. Rand Foote. Uh, oh, shit. I don't want to read. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Uh, here we go. All right, Rand Foots. Is that your real name, dog? That sounds like something that was given to you by one of your masters. Rand Foots. What if Jordan and LeBron? And sorry, folks, some of these jokes sometimes don't work, but that's why I have you guys. You guys are my test dummies. Um, what up, Aries and Andy? My name is Rand, long-time listener, first time writing in, a big fan of the podcast as a whole. Aries, I wanted to get your take on this. What if scenario? LeBron and Jordan on the same team. This concept was birthed from a tweet from LeBron on how he would make the perfect teammate for Jordan. My question is this. We all know that LeBron doesn't have that fight in him, that dog. How would he fare? Would he have folded folded up when Mike put the fire to him or would he rise to meet the challenge? Another thought would be, would he be more of a complete player under Jordan's tutelage? What do you think? If you read this, I would be geeked as fuck because I listen to you guys faithfully. Uh, let's get it. Interesting, interested to hear your take, my brothers. Let me tell you something, dude. No, I do not think he would fold at all. I think that would be the scariest tandem ever because for all, and I've said it before, for all of LeBron's bigger, stronger, faster, if he had the Jordan mentality, the mama mentality, the killer instinct, the will to win at any cost, like Michael, I would go as far as to say he might be better than Michael because the bigger body, the faster, all of that now with that ingredient becomes steroids. But the fact that you could be bigger, stronger, faster don't mean shit if you don't have the heartbeat. How many times have you seen videos on World Star Hip Hop of brolic ass diesel big niggas getting knocked the fuck out by Napoleons. Sometimes muscle and mass don't mean shit if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have the heart. But him and Michael, you talk about, you talk about Scottie Pippen times 10. And with Michael, who's stopping that? Nobody. That would have been unfair. That would have been like Mike and Shaq. Are you kidding me? Um, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think that, uh, that would have been, uh, that would have been something no one could ever imagine even seeing on the court. And I do think that there's similarities though, between, uh, Pippen and, uh, LeBron as far as the mental game goes. But I think that he would, I think he would, uh, he would arose. And I think he would, like you just said, then he would have been considered, uh, could have been considered greater than Jordan if he played in that, that mentality. Listen, if you, if you, well, first of all, it would have been, 
One, they're the same position. So if you would have said, imagine Michael and Kobe. Well, they're both a two guard, so there's that. And then two, they both would want the ball. Like that would be horrific for them two to play together. It wouldn't work. Right. But LeBron, small forward, Scottie Pippen's position, he's naturally a distributor. He likes to get other people off. He'd be the perfect compliment to Michael. Uh, it would be really that, that would have been that would be interesting. That's the thing that I don't hear people say enough of because I, obviously I've thought about that before because uh, I like to think about it in a team game. Uh, they complement each other. They really complement each other. Oh man! Like look how look how beautiful it was to watch D Wade and LeBron. Yeah. Now take out D Wade and put Jordan. Yeah. Ten times the player. Are you kidding me? Ooh, D-Wade that's a great was, one. D-Wade had a smooth game, though. It just wasn't the mentality of Jordan, but it was, a, it was a great game. No, no, I wouldn't even say it wasn't the mentality of Jordan because D-Wade was a rough rider, and D-Wade showed up. I'm just saying in terms of ultimate ability, yeah. no, he didn't have Mike's. He, no, no, there's a difference. Um, but that, would, that, that scenario, like it does, it changes everything because then, then even though you would have Mike's diehard will to win, the ability, the size, like you just said, I mean, then you really, because there's some people who say, you know, Michael wasn't shit without Scotty. But I think in this situation, you could really make an argument who was going to be, who was better. Not who, right. not who, not who, not who, not who drug people, not who made them win, but who was better just as an athlete. It would be a real tough call then. Right. But uh, uh, it hasn't happened. There's never been a duel like that. Yeah, no, I mean, but that 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 would have been that would have been that would have been great to see, though. Is there ever has there ever been a group like that? I guess, yeah, just Kobe and and Shaq would be the closest. Yeah, I mean, but look when you when you talk about great tandems, Kobe, Shaq, Michael, Scotty. I don't know if you put in that group Clay, Steph. That that's almost an interesting one to have. Who's the greatest tandems of all time? You could do KD and mm-hmm. stuff. Magic wor- Magic Worthy. Magic Worthy is unbelievable. Magic and Kareem is unbelievable. Is, is still that's that we saw. Right. Um, right. Worthy just didn't play that way throughout the season. He played he played his game in the playoffs. I I, I, don't, right. know, I don't know. It's it's a very that's that that's like the most interesting conversation out of any of this LeBron Michael thing. That would be the most interesting conversation to have and see how that uh, you know if you could put them. I, I mean, I don't play uh, video games. I know you do. Could you put uh, Jordan and LeBron on a team? Oh yeah. I want yeah. How does it play? Have you have you played it? Have you seen how it plays? Yeah, I mean, to people that know how to play the game, it's unfair. Okay. Yeah, I, I imagine yeah. it would be. Yeah, because they're both unstoppable. Now, who would you want uh, if you had if you had that? If you had, let's let's build the team though. You have Kobe, not Kobe. Sorry, you have a LeBron and you have Jordan. So you have your you have your two guard and your, your small forward. What's the rest of your team? Uh, point guard. I've got to have Magic. Uh, Magic Michael. So those are your guards. Ah, uh, LeBron, small forward. See, normally right here, power forward, I would say Duncan, but fuck that. He pissed me off. <laughs> um, so I got to put Bird in there. Uh, Bird, 
the birds, LeBron. But isn't Bird, Bird's more of a small forward than he? Is. No, but you could move. You could move. You could move LeBron okay. to the power forward. Okay. Uh, and then center, Diesel, man. That's a, that's that's. Oof. I mean, you can't stop LeBron. You can't stop Michael. You can't stop Shaq. All of them draw a double team. And who are you kicking out to? Bird for three. Magic at six nine at the point. It, it it changes the spacing because you 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 have to play each player. Okay, now here's my thing. That's my five. I'm up against you. What's your five to go against that, dude? Against that team, there is no five. Yes. Oh, come on, come on! Okay, Don't do that. I put Kareem in center. There you go. I put Tim Duncan in power forward. I would okay. Uh, he wins that matchup against. No, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Um, let's see. Who, who's my small forward? Who is my? Small I, I can't believe it's not on the tip of your tongue. Well, it would have to be. Uh, it would have to be the, the doctor, man. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say KD. No, I'd probably go. Well, shit. That that that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd still probably go. But there. be sure, don't let me don't let me muscle you into your choice. Because I didn't even think about Dr. J. Yeah. I'm a prime Dr. J. Yeah, a prime you know, the ABA Dr. J. Afro uh, Dr. J. Yeah. Um now my guards. Come on, B. There's no other choice at the two. Come on, Andy. Everybody's screaming at you right now. Because you, you want me to put Kobe in there. You have to put Kobe. Who else do you put in that position to go up against Mike? Prime Anthony Hardaway. What? Prime Anthony Hardaway. No, I mean, not, not Anthony Hardaway. Anthony, you're, you're, uh, 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 Penny Hardaway. You're out of your mind. Prime. Over Kobe? Not over yeah, I know. Kobe. Not yet. I know. You're crazy. No, it has to be Kobe. You're right. It has to be Kobe. I was just it has to be Kobe. So who's my guard? Who's my guard then? I got I got somebody, but I want to see who you pick. Who's 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 your guard? You got Jordan and who? Magic. Magic. Fuck. You don't want to go with John Stockton? No. <laughs> Dude, I, I would go. Uh, I, I would go. Um, who was the guard for Phoenix? The white dude, the one uh, twice. Jason. Jason Kidd. No. No. Jason Kidd was good though. Oh, Steve Nash. Steve Nash. I'd go. No, Steve never won. No, no, no. I know, but I said I'd go with him over Stockton. Um, so wait a minute. Let me make sure I understand that. Oh, over Stockton. But is that your point guard? No, that's not my point guard. Uh, I'm still trying to think who my point guard is. I can't even believe this is a hard choice for you. I'm, I'm trying to match him up. We got a six-nine uh, point guard. Did well, I you're not going to be able to match him up. But I would put the best point guard after Magic. And who do you think the best point guard is after Magic? Isaiah. See, I. But his size doesn't match up. Listen, Isaiah, Allen Iverson, Gary Payton, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash—they all about the same size-wise. Nobody's gonna match up to six nine. But I'm talking about in terms of talent, ability. I don't like it. I think I can do better. You don't like Isaiah? I think I can do better. Who? I'm thinking. Yeah. I just gave you about five dudes. And none of them are better than Isaiah. Oscar Robinson. 
He doesn't. He's not a point guard, is he? No, but he can play point. Now there you go. Okay, there you go. Um, I was going to say, uh, how about Steph? S- Steph I, doesn't have the defense against the, the thing with Magic is, and, and it, it, who matches him? Who matches up in that team? And I really can't think of somebody that matches up with Magic. Magic is one of the toughest covers that was ever in the NBA. Besides the ability he could play every position, you got to find someone that is like you got to. What, what's amazing about like LeBron is that he could he would be someone that would match up with Magic because he could play that kind of position. That's what. Oh. What LeBron? Because he had he had yeah, but you don't want him at your no, point. No, no, I don't want him at my point. But I'm saying I'm looking for someone. I was trying to think of someone uh, uh, that was out of that uh, that mode that didn't have to actually be the point guard. Uh, that maybe like a point forward that had amazing ball handling skills because uh, you got to match up with you got to match up with uh, man. I don't know who it is. I, I think it's too easy to just say. Uh, you go with Isaiah because, I mean that, but that, and it's from the same air and everything. I, I just think there has to be someone out there. Jason Kidd's a great, uh, but he's also too. He he also doesn't match up. No, but his passing ability, dude. Yeah. What about dude? And when, and when you say Kareem, are you talking about ball head goggles Lakers Kareem or Lou Alcindor Milwaukee Bucks Kareem? Milwaukee Bucks. Funny, it was I was watching uh, open court, and during the commercial break, Shaq goes, "I think I could have taken him. I think I could have taken Kareem." And Isaiah goes, "Shaq, you know I love you, but Kareem would have gave you the business." Uh, he said, "What Kareem was doing back then in the Milwaukee Bucks days, he would have gave you the business." Yeah, I, 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 I don't know who beats Kareem, prime Kareem. I understand why you went with Shaq because of size and straight up power. But at the end of the game, you can't have Kareem you can't have Shaq playing. Dude, listen, that's true. I, I I saw somebody put together a clip on Instagram of Shaq in his prime. That man was a beast, yo. And what was so crazy was for his size and girth and power. Yo, he was lightning fast. There were times when he brought the ball up. He could cross you over. Shaq was a monster. Yeah. I know. There's no denying that. That's, but this is where, you know, this is when he gets really, when, when we start talking about which player and we start doing matchups, that changes everything. It, it changes. What about, what about Grant Hill as a, as a point yeah. player? Yeah. But you, you know, I can't think of I can't, when I think of Grant Hill. I can't get past the injuries. Yeah, but we're talking prime. I know, but I didn't see enough of it. Yeah, I, I that that that's a tough one for that team that you put together. That that would be a tough team for anybody to go up against. Um, I don't know that you beat that team though. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think it's as unbeatable as you think because again, matchups wise. Uh, 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 Magic has the advantage at the point. Kobe and Michael cancel each other out. Uh, who did I say my small forward was? Oh, oh wait, no, we moved him to power forward. Oh, small forward Bird versus Dr. J. Dr. J wins that physically, unless it turns into a shooting contest, 
Power four with LeBron versus Tim Duncan. Ooh, that feels about even to me. And then center, Shaq Kareem. You know, it's your point guard. <sighs> On on the team that I'm you know, that I'm trying to figure out as the point guard, you need a three point shooter. You need someone who can space the floor. You need someone to bring to stretch the defense. That, that fan Steph. Yeah, Steph. It, it could be Steph. It could be Steph for that reason. And you know, when you got a guy like Kobe, you know, uh, drawing in the defense, drawing him in on the on the drives, that's who he's kicking out to. Same thing with Doctor J. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I, I think we might get a couple of emails on that one. Yeah, that that one would be that. That's a good question, but I, I really liked. I, I think we should do the draft because you got all the you you got some of my favorite players, so it would be tough for me to pull that off. But I, I think we should do that draft one one day. I think it would be. Let fun. me let me ask you. Um, if they both were in their primes, who wins between the Dream Team and Team USA? And let me remind you on Team USA. That was Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant. I I still go with the the dream team. Right. It's just because the, the way that game was played, the way that they played together, I don't think that they would could ever imagine losing. Right. So I I don't know how I I don't know it, it's. Man, this is where we get because of the generational thing. I understand why this is so tough, but you got to think about it in the way of setting up a team. And it's hard, man. Once you get this good, once you get this good, it's it it it's really just becomes. Uh, then it becomes a team sport. Then it's about who's going to win, which matchup, and what's going to pull who out. Right. Because I think I think the dream team at the center position is where they beat Team USA. Yeah, fucking David Robinson and Patrick Ewing. Back then, who do they have? I think Tyson Chandler or Dwight Howard. Well, Dwight was awesome in, for a few years. Yeah, but he's still undersized up against Ewing and David Robinson. Yeah. David Robinson, man. Like, because that whole San Antonio way of playing... Is also an underrated center, man. Yeah, because he's yeah, never, he, he's never going to be put on anybody's list as top ten. No, because you know why? Because when you look at the when you look at the top centers, autom- automatics is Kareem, Russell, Shaq, Wilt. Then you got to almost throw in Hakeem. He's not in the top five now. Whether or not you pick Ewing or Robinson next. Okay, but he's not even in the top five. No. No, but we got time for one. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, what? No, but his game was so clean. It was. It was. He was really athletic, man. Man. Um, go ahead. Yeah. We got time for one more? Yeah. All right. Uh, this is from Julius G. Appreciation. Uh, Peace, Aries. Long-time fan of your work. I'm a recent subscriber to the podcast. I've never had so many out loud laughing moments in my life. I appreciate how unapologetic you are on your stances. Cool to know that Funny Bone Columbus 
is a good place for you and Andy, being that I live in Columbus. Next time you're in town, drink on me, brother. Peace and salute. Thank you, Julius. You know, I, I said this often. Of all the Ohio's, Columbus is my favorite. Yeah. I've, I've been to, I've been to uh, Cleveland, Dayton, uh, uh, Toledo, Cincinnati, and Columbus. By far, Columbus is the shit. The, it's, it's one of those where I always go, everything falls in line perfectly. The hotel is beautiful. The area, there's a little something to do. Great food. Fucking kick-ass crowds. Great energy. It's just, yeah, I love Columbus, man. No, I, Columbus is, like you said, in Ohio, is it's, it, it's the best one. I mean, I want to like Toledo. Uh, I like the people up there, but Ugh. it's just, it's, it's not, Ugh. it's not the spot. Ah, I feel like Peter Griffin after he fights the chicken or he bumps his leg or something. Ah. Ooh. Just an hour of that. Ah. Do you watch Family Guy? A little bit. You know that joke? No. Yeah, that's why you're not laughing. Whenever he bumps his knee or he hurts himself, they purposely, for like a long, too long, just have him grabbing the painful spot and going, No. Ooh. Yeah, so. Don't, no, didn't know that. Uh, man, I think I'm going back to Oscar Robinson, though, for my point guard. Yeah, I think you have to. A man that averages a triple-double, Yeah, you have to. I just wanted to bring people out further. I wanted to bring them out to the three-point line, but who knows what his three-point shot would have been if they had a three-point uh, line in the, in, when he played. Dude, I got to read this last one because I didn't realize this was from our guy. Okay. And, I, and he's such a loyal fan. I can't do him dirty like this. Okay. Um, Matthew Riggins. Matthew. Sopranos, Power, Breaking Bad. What up, Aries, Murtaugh, and Andy Riggs? My niggas, by the time you read this, by the time you read this, I will have already finished The Sopranos. I'm on the second part of the last season as we speak. The show came out when I was about nine, and it ended when I was about 16. So I had some memory of the last three seasons. But now that I have watched the whole thing, I give the show a 9.5 out of 10. The dream sequences after he is shot by Uncle Junior is why it doesn't get a full 10. Now, let me stop right there. And I've said that. Yeah. Anybody that watches the show, the only thing I didn't like about The Sopranos was the dream sequences. They were, for a whole hour of that, it was daunting. You saw what I did, Andy? <laughs> the callback. Um, I like it. There you go. There you go. Um, now, I remember the ending of the show when it originally happened, and the whole world went, what was that about? But you have to analyze the scene as it's on YouTube. The Sopranos ending explained. All Tony wanted was to see Meadow before he died. He knew it was coming, but he didn't care. And Meadow having a hard time parking was symbolic of the attempts on Tony's life. I love the ending. He got his brains blown out. I love the ending but he got his brains blown out. Maybe not how he, we wanted to see it, but it happened. P.S. I hated 
the sun from the beginning to end. Now, before I continue to read, wow, is that really what that was about? No, I, I, I don't think so. So you don't, because he says it's explained on YouTube. Well, I'll have to watch it on YouTube, but I didn't take it that way. And would you, and if it was that, would you have rather seen it? I think, yeah, because that, that would bring it to the conclusion. That would have brought the end. That's why I always felt it was us that was getting killed because it doesn't have an end because we're dead. I like that better, though. That they kill, that Tony dies? No, that they kill us. Yeah, I like that better because it makes sense. And it goes against the norm. Yeah, I just, I, again, because I'm, you know, I don't like to see my heroes fucked with. I wouldn't have wanted to see Tony die because I'd have been like, damn, he died. But, um, I like Andy's take better. Um, let me continue. Now, Andy, you may have a point about power. When I think about it, a lot of the, a lot of the scenes are unrealistic. But, and you know what? I want to say fuck you to all of y'all. You especially, Andy, because you started this shit. <laughs> now that you pointed this out, I'm going in my mind, holy shit, right. There's a lot of silly, over-the-top, unrealistic scenes. But it's it was, it was great television. Like you spoiled the ride because you took a shit in my car. We got four hours to get to Vegas and you shat 15 minutes into the drive. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault that I did that. It wasn't my fault in a scene where a ghost gets almost taken out by 50 because he stabs him with a, uh, and then, and then goes, ghost stabs him with a piece of glass. Doesn't cut his hand. Uh, then beats the shit out of him, leaves him there, sets him on fire, and walks out the door, and then he lives. That's that's my fault? Oh, man. Like, I wouldn't have even paid attention to that if you didn't point that out. Damn, dog. That's not my... And then, and, and then to come back and goes... And, and, and then in the new season when they go, uh, this wasn't someone trying to break in. This was someone trying to break out. That <laughs> and now you do it in that voice. He just told me that the broad I'm fucking is a dude. <laughs> um, it's a great fucking story. Ghost is the man. I actually went to elementary school with the woman that plays Tasha. She's from East Orange. She is a few years older than me, but I must admit she looks more like a sister to their children rather than a mom. Man, don't you know these bitches start early, nigga? That is a statistic. And the black community. Um, the look was kind of off to me. I give Power a week eight out of ten. But the guy that plays Tommy gives the best performance. He is nothing like that in real life. He's a straight up Starbucks and book type of white boy. As far as Breaking Bad goes, best fucking show ever. No weaknesses. I was locked in from the premise of the show. Breaking Bad is a 12 out of 10. Like that, nigga. Walter White for president. I love his character. He was just minding his business as a teacher, and then situations occurred that led him to be a fucking kingpin. And he, and he died on his own terms. It doesn't get no better than that. That show is hard. Should I watch Sons of Anarchy? Absolutely, dog. You're going to love it because it's man food. Um, I'll holler at y'all. Stop touching shit. Corona rules. Dude, uh, the Tommy character, though, like I, I, I was unsure of him when I first started the show because it just his whole 
demeanor, but I got to tell you, there's this scene <laughs> where he's fucking Holly. Yeah. And my girl. Oh, yeah. And my girl was watching it with me. And I got up and left. Because <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing it right. But isn't that how he kills her? No. Well, remember when he's fucking. No, there's a scene before that, before he kills her, where they're fucking. And he is giving her the business. And I was like, I got to go. Like, I got. <laughs> I was ashamed. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's how I felt about Ghost. First time I saw this nigga down to his skivvies. And he's giving Angela the business. Like, goddamn, nigga, put your shirt on, nigga. Why you got fuck? Put your shirt off, nigga. Put your shirt on. Dude, he has muscles on the muscles. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> unnecessary. It's uncalled for. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just, I, when I saw that scene, I was like, that's, that's enough for me. I just I checked out. <laughs> wait, 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 what, what, what was, what was Tara doing? She was watching the show with me and I just, I just go, I, I gotta go to the bathroom. But what was the look on her face? What was the expression? What was I, the body like? I didn't want, I didn't want to look at her. I just felt uncomfortable. So you left her there? <laughs> I left her there and I went. <laughs> oh yeah. You fucked up. You fucked up. If I'm watching that scene and my girl is looking, if I even see the slightest bit of drool, bitch, it's Mahujadeen rules next. <laughs> uh, I turned it. I think I came back. I think I got her something to drink. Do you want anything for the drink? <laughs> yeah, see, no, that's why I got, that's why I got shit. You, you helping. Yeah, well, niggas, I, niggas, black men don't help. Is there, I was like more in the mode of, is there anything I can get for you or do for you to help you forget about what you just saw? No, no, I'm going to help you about what you just saw. I'm going to reprogram your unit. I got I, I to gotta lose like 30 pounds if that's going to happen. Uh, all right. So there, there it is, baby. There it is. That's, so one more week of this, right? One more week, and then we're, uh, we're, we're back on the road. So this is going to get good. The boys are back in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strowman's. Yes, Roman. It's the black district. They probably won't let you tag by that thing. And the film arts, Froman's. Now, Jack, let me ask you a question. If I did decide to become a thief, what makes you think you can catch me? Can I have my lighter bag ready? <laughs> Dude, uh, that's such a great movie. Oh, what are you kidding? That's man food. It's man food, nigga. I think I like that phrase now. When a good movie is good, it's man food, nigga. Yeah, you know I, like, what I mean, I like that, but I like from one to Sopranos too. One to Sopranos is great, nigga. I love that. I'm stealing that. Um, you ever fly first class? And, and this is what I hate about like they all. Why do they do this? Like they know of the two meal choices. What's the better meal? But they never have enough of it. They, they like they come with the equal amount of each meal. So that if too many people order the good meal, you stuck with lentil soup. What man eats lentil soup? Dude, I like lentil soup, but I wouldn't make that my choice on first class. You're just the same nigga that would leave the room while Tommy <laughs> is plowing his girl. You probably left her there and went and ate some lentil soup. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get my strength up. <laughs> That's not how you do it with lentil soup, nigga. You need cheeseburgers. You want the you want the enchilada. You want the Philly cheesesteak. You want the man dish. 
that they serve on the plane that they never have enough of. Damn, dude, I was about ready to just open up a can of spinach and hope for the best. Right now? <laughs> no, that day. Oh. Oh, that's hilarious. Dude, to anybody that flies first class, probably about 97% of our listeners have hung up the phone. Um, here's, this is the tricks you learn when you fly on the road repetitively. You go on the road. You learn certain things. If you sit in first class, if you're in the very back or the very front to where your feet go up against that wall, you could be fucked either way. Because sometimes they give, they take the food orders from the back to the front or the front to the back, which means by the time they get to you in the front, if they start from the back, you're probably going to end up with the lentil soup and vice versa. The sweet spot is the middle. If you're sitting in the middle of first class, you will always get the better food option. That's like, that's like in the mornings when you fly in the morning. There's one or two options. You either get the oatmeal or the cereal or you get the eggs with the sausage. That's always the most wanted dish. People want the meat. They want the fucking meat and they want the eggs. They don't want cereal. I don't like them. I don't like those the the, the eggs, man. I'll take the. Uh, you take the cereal. I'll, I'll take the oatmeal. With the fruit on the side, and the, and and then the 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 roll. The breakfast roll. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't like that. That those eggs look. Ugh. <laughs> so look good. They have that slime on them. I don't know. It's cheese, man. Nah, it's slimy. Man, I get it. I get it. There are people who want that, but I, I, I'll take the cereal. I, I think they should just have breakfast burritos. That would make me happy. But that's why I don't ride in first class that often because uh, I'm a breakfast burrito person. You, you like cereal? I like I, I like it with the uh, the fresh fruit. That oatmeal. See, I, I, don't, I, I can't eat airplane cereal not because of the cereal, because the milk ain't cold enough. Like I'm a, when I drink milk. It's got to be damn the tundra cold. You and this like, milk. Huh? Milk. You and milk. I don't get it. Dude, let me, let me tell you. When I eat cereal, I usually put at least five ice cubes in the cereal. So that by the time I get to the milk, yo, it's tundra cold. I got to have my milk cold, man. If milk ain't cold, it feels like something that's going to make you sick. Nah. Nah. I, I just... I, I put ice packs around... My woman's titties when she's birthday. <laughs> nigga, just so the milk's cold. <laughs> maybe, maybe you were a bottle baby when you were a little kid and the milk was cold because it came out of the refrigerator. And that's why you would like cold milk. Nah, nigga. I see my mother's tits. Nah, nigga. I was a tap, nigga. <laughs> I, told, I, my, I shut my mother's business down, nigga. <laughs> the brewery, nigga, was over. <laughs> I think we found a good place to end this podcast. There you go, on my mother's titties, nigga. How about that? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, again, when you hear this, we're going to be in uh, Oklahoma City at the uh, Brickyard. Is that what we said it was? I think it's called the Brick House or the Brickyard. Yeah, the Brickyard. I'm pretty sure it's Brickyard. Yeah. And uh, on the 11th. And then uh, we're somewhere else after that. Yeah, I think we're in Florida, no? Soon. 
I know that's coming up. Um, we've got a lot of dates coming up. You know what? I, I, we're going to, uh, I'll get my, I'll get the schedule up on my website, andycomedy.com. But, um, I know yours is, yours is probably gonna have to be redone too, huh? Cause you have all yeah. the old dates. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I'll get on it as soon as possible, but we got a lot of dates coming up. We're going to be in the city near you. Please look for us. Uh, and, uh, I know that you guys are listening to the podcast. If you could subscribe and if you could write, uh, if you don't mind writing, uh, about us on there in their uh, little comment section. We'd appreciate that too. Yeah. So there we go, baby. All right, man. Um, I'll talk to you next week and then I'll see you the week after. Gary Spears 45 at Hotmail for all emails, questions, and concerns. My mother <laughs> I don't. All right. Talk to you. Bye. <laughs>